welcome to Dragonfire Books, episode 19. Today we have a special guest with us, Ruby, my poodle. Well, one of my poodles. I have two poodles, but say hi, Ruby. <laughs> okay, she's not very talkative, but that's alright. But yeah, that's Ruby. So, today we're going to be reviewing Race to the Sun by Rebecca Ronhorse, um, published in the year 2019. I chose this book because it's an Rick Gordon Presents book, and also I kind of liked it. It wasn't my favorite Rick Gordon Presents book, but yeah. This book is about Johnny Begay and her brother, um, her brother Mac and her friend Davery, and they have to go on an adventure to save Johnny's dad. In the beginning of the book, Ninjani, um, her dad is kidnapped by this guy, Mr. Charles. And then they have to go to this lady named Spider Woman. But before that, they have to get three different special stones for her so that she helps them. And in the end, they have to go to this sun guy's palace. We're doing the beginning of the book today. Um, we're going to start with chapter one because... I think that it's a good idea to do the beginning of the book because then it won't give anything away. Chapter 1. I Can See Monsters My name is Ninjani Begay, and I can see monsters. In fact, I'm looking at one right now. The monster is a pale man with thin blonde hair, slightly bulging eyes, and unusually red lips. He's tall and skinny, and he has on a black suit and tie. Monsters wear human skin more often than fairy tales would you, lead you to think. Scales and horns and claws are strictly for beginners. Trust me, I'm an expert on these things. The monster is sitting in the second row of the packed bleachers of my 7th grade code basketball game. I mean, completely normal. Normal except for the fact that he's wearing a suit while everyone else is wearing a t-shirt that says, Go Isotopes or Go Beavers, depending on which team they're rooting for. Normal except there's a circle of empty space around him despite the gym being filled to capacity, like nobody wants to get close to him. Maybe they can feel there's something creepy about him, too, but they aren't sure what it is. I watch as a lady in a bright purple tracksuit moves in front of him, waving a red and black pom-pom dangerously near his face. Pretty sure that if she keeps that up, she's a goner. Monsters don't take kindly to people invading their personal space. Okay, I made that up. I don't actually know, know how monsters feel that personal space. Or whether they eat ladies in purple tracksuits. And I'm not sure so much of an expert on, on this as a reluctant amateur. I mean, I've only been able to sense monsters for a few months. It starts as a strange feeling while watching a lady massaging the avocados at the farmer's market. And then there was a definitely bad vibe from the old dude with the scaly feet and Jesus sandals at the Taco Bell. And just like in those instances, every instinct I have is shouting at me that this guy in the bleachers is not normal. The tiny hairs in the back of my neck rise. A chill, like the time my little brother Mac jumped a snowball down my shirt, shudders down my spine. Out of habit, I touch the turquoise pendant I have taped to my chest under my shirt. I'm not supposed to wear it during basketball games, but knowing it's there helps me feel brave. The way the school year is going, trying to be brave has become a full, almost a full-time thing. When I left my big puppet school and transferred to ICCS, short for Intribal Community Charter School, and pronounced X, I really thought things would change for me. And by change, I mean I have a lot of friends that be popular. After all, every student at ICCS is Native American, just like me. But I've been at ICCS for two years and nothing is different. I'm still not popular and I'm definitely not cool. I'm just Ninjoni Bouquet! Coach, I whip my head around because of course I'm not listening. Hello, monster! And she is right there. So close, in fact, that it drops the spittle fly out of her mouth and hit my cheek every time she shouts my name. 
I surreptitiously wipe off the spit, trying not to look completely grossed out, even though it's pretty gross. Okay, so the basketball game continues, and she actually gets, like, the basketball hits her nose. And so she goes home, and she has, like, a bloody nose and stuff. And it turns out that the, that the guy in the stands, the monster, is Mr. Charles. And he's he was going to be um, her dad's new boss. Um, This book is based on Navajo mythology. And what was interesting about the book to me was that it was in present tense. Um, I like past tense better than present tense. But what I liked most about this book was the relationship between Mac and Ninjoni. I think it was a very realistic sibling relationship. Mac is 10 months younger than Ninjoni, but he says that they're technically twins. And Mac likes to draw. He likes to animate and stuff on his iPad. He does not see monsters, but he can actually, um, he can, like, control water, kind of. Like, the water reacts to him when he's, like, mad or something. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would rate this 9 or 8. Because I think it felt a little unfinished at the end. The ending was a little rushed. I don't think there's going to be a sequel because it was from 2019 and there wasn't a new book in 2020. So that makes me guess that um, there's not going to be a sequel. There might be one this year, but I don't know. I don't think so because there was no, like, book one thing on here or anything. Overall, this book was not my favorite Rick Roden Presents book. It was, like I said, the ending was a little rushed. It was present tense. Um, I keep going back to this, but the ending could have been better like there was that whole battle thing and everything but still like i like like an epilogue or something hopefully um that there is i don't know but hopefully there is a ninja Begay excerpt in the um cursed carnival and other calamities i'm looking forward to that so thanks for joining me today to talk about race to the sun well me and ruby to talk about race to the sun this book is available in hard as copy from Amazon, your local library, or your favorite independent bookstore. This has been a Lego with Dragonfire Books. Thanks, as always, for listening. Don't forget to rate and review my podcast in Apple Podcasts, and feel free to email me at bookswithlegra at gmail.com. Peace and happy reading!